Welcome to 1-800-GODS-LOVE. I'm your host, Lamika Odom. Thanks for joining me. Good morning, people of God. If you can hear this music in the background, I do not own the rights to this music. Again, I do not own the rights to this music. So, let's get in the episode title. The episode title is Forgiveness. Um, forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. It's very important that... We forgive those who've hurt us. It's very important that we forgive those who assassinate our names. It's very important that we forgive. Forgiveness is essential. And forgiveness is not about the other person who hurt you. Forgiveness is not about the other person who offended you. Forgiveness is for you. It's not about the other person. And if you think about it, if you think about anyone who has did anything to you, whether they stabbed you in the back, whether they stole from you, whether they hurt you in a relationship emotionally, whether they hurt you physically. If you think about that individual and you think about the experience you had with that individual and now y'all may be in separate on separate paths, y'all may not no longer communicate or associate with one another. But I guarantee you that individual that hurt you in whatever type of way, they are not losing sleep over what they did to you. While you may be harboring unforgiveness in you, that person has moved on with their life, has halftime that we don't forgot all about what they've done to you. Many of them don't even feel like that they owe you an apology. But the Bible is clear that forgiveness is about us and not the person that offended us. So I'm going to read some Bible verses to you all that I want to share with you all. And then I am going to give you some Bible verses on forgiveness that you could actually, you know, I'm big on um, strategically praying, which basically means you use the word of God. You incorporate yourself in the word of God. When I say strategically playing, strategically praying, you are incorporating the word of God. You are, you are incorporating your name in the word of God. So at the end, I'm going to give you some Bible verses that you could actually use. If you struggle with forgiveness, you can actually use these Bible verses. Now, let me be very clear. Forgiving someone is not easy. I get that. I understand that. No, it's not easy. But at the same time, this is something that God calls us to do. He, he calls us to, to be forgiving. So the first Bible verse is Mark eleven twenty five, And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you of your trespasses. So when you get ready to go to God in prayer, you should forgive those who have hurt you, offended you any type of way. So that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you for what you've done. Matthew 6, 14 through 15. For if you forgive others, their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. So see, this is the reason why forgiveness is about you and not the other person. Because if you don't forgive, the Bible tells us that our father won't forgive us. Um, another Bible verse says, 
in Matthew 18 through 28, Matthew 18 verses 21 through 22. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. When I first read that Bible verse, I said, literally when I first read that Bible verse, I said, okay, I'm supposed to give somebody 77 times per day. So that means every time they sin against me in that day, I'm supposed to give them, I'm supposed to forgive them 70 times seven that day. You can't, if you think about it, just imagine you trying to keep up with every time you don't forgive somebody in a day. 77 times is what he said when it comes to forgiveness. Which basically means every time that they do something to you, you are supposed to forgive them, period. Romans 12, verses 17 through 21 says, Repay no one for evil, but give thought to what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peace, peace, peaceable with all beloved never never avenge yourselves but leave it to the wrath of God for it is written vengeance is mine I will repay says the Lord to the contrary if your enemy is hungry feed him if he is thirsty give him something to drink for by doing so you will heap burning coals on his head do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good. Yeah, so this Bible verse right here, listen, the old me, this Bible verse didn't even exist the old, to the old me. It says, do not pay evil for evil, which basically means don't try to get your lick back. Don't be petty betty. It's telling us that vengeance is the Lord. Then it tells us that if our enemy is hungry, to feed our enemy. If our enemy is thirsty, to give our enemy something to drink. It's like heaping burning coals on their head. Now, of course, if your enemy, if you do something like this to your enemy, they're going to look at you sideways. Like They're going to probably start thinking about everything that they did to you and to know that you get, you're trying to feed them and they're hungry or trying to get them something to drink. But this Bible verse is basically a good example of the God in us. Cause remember these things that God is telling us to do, we can't do it within ourselves. We were born in sin. So when it comes to the flesh, the flesh is not trying to listen to the word of God. The flesh is not trying to obey the word of God, but the spirit of God in us for you to seek God's face and ask the Holy spirit within you to help do these things. You're able to get it done. Don't try to do it on your own. But when you go to God and ask God to allow the Holy Spirit to help you when it comes to forgiveness, to help you when it comes to feeding your enemy, giving your enemy something to drink, it's the Holy Spirit within you that, get, that makes it possible for you to do it. Because the flesh, the flesh wants to be petty. The flesh wants to get its lick back. But it's the Spirit of God within us. First Peter also says the same thing. Do not repay evil for evil or revealing for revealing, but on the contrary, blessed for to this, you were called that you may obtain a blessing. So we're not out here trying to pay, repay evil for evil. We out here leaving it to God. 
God can take care of people far more better than what we can. Matthew 5:44. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. We're supposed to be out here loving everybody, and everybody is not easy to love. I'm going to testify to that. Everyone is not easy to love. But at the same time, God is calling us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. Um, I thought sharing this podcast on forgiveness was important because I want to share with you when I when I really understood true forgiveness and how I knew I had forgave someone. But I got a couple more Bible verses I want to read first before I get to that. The next one is Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. So here he's saying, God is saying, we can be angry, but don't sin. And I, it's in my sessions with my clients, I like this. I tell my clients all the time. It's nothing wrong with being angry. It's an emotion. I mean, that's, it's completely fine, but it's what you do whenever you are angry. It's what you do whenever you are mad. That's the problem. If, if you're angry and punching walls, if you're angry and putting your hands on women, if you're angry and busting out guys windows and, you know, just doing all this reckless stuff that we do when we don't know no better, then that's the issue. It's not the fact that you're angry. It's what you're doing while you're angry. So if you're not processing your anger in an appropriate way, then that's the problem. Then it says, don't let the sun go down on your anger, which basically means you could be angry all day long, but when that sun get ready to go down, you need to let that go. Because if you don't, you are giving the enemy an opportunity, and that is something, listen, I just experienced this last week in this Bible verse, Holy Spirit. I don't know where this Bible verse whenever I needed it last month, but I experienced this last month. I was pissed off and I prayed and I was like, God, help me get myself together. Cause when I show up, I don't want it to be on my face. I know like this man can read me. He know my face. He know when something is off. So let me get my face together. Holy Spirit, God, I need all y'all. I need my gang. I need the father, the son and the Holy ghost. And I did good for a moment, but then after the conversation that needed to be discussed, after that conversation was discussed, those feelings, that anger was, the sun was down and I was still pissed. Like the sun had went down and I was still pissed off. And the crazy, in this Bible verse, thinking about what happened then and reading this Bible verse now, it makes completely sense because the sun went down and I was still pissed off and I gave the devil opportunity. I didn't sleep that night. I tossed and turned. I got up, I sat up on the side of the bed and I started praying. I was like, God, I was like, I just want to, I just want to sleep peacefully. What is going on? Not even thinking about the fact that I went to, I went on after the sun went down, I was still pissed off which gave the enemy an opportunity. The thoughts that the enemy was placing in my head, it was, I, when I say I didn't get no sleep that night, I did not get any sleep. So God is saying we can be angry all day long, but when it's time for that sun to go down, you need to let it go. Cause if not, you give the enemy an opportunity. All right. So I said, I wanted to share with you all how I knew because we, a lot of times we say, that we don't forgive somebody. Somebody apologizes and we say, I forgive you. But deep down inside, we really don't forgive that person. 
Well, this is, this is how God taught me what true forgiveness was. So last week I shared on a podcast, I was real and raw about my childhood and me being molested by three different men. The man that molested me when I was 12 years old, I found out that this man was sick. I found out this man was sick and I started praying for this man. Didn't dawn on me at the time until the Holy Spirit revealed it to me and said, that's what true forgiveness looks like. This man molested you at the age of 12 and you know that this man is on his sick bed and you're praying for him. Now the Bible already tell me that vengeance is God's. And I knew according to the Bible, every seed we sow, we reap. So I knew that the man was going to reap the seeds that he had sown. However, when I found out that this man was sick, I covered this man in prayer and I just simply said, God, this man is your child, just like I'm your child. You know, everything that this man don't did from the time he came into this world until up until this current point, you know what he did whenever it came to me, you know, you know what he done done throughout his whole entire life. This man is on his sick bed. God, you know what your will is for this man's life. And I lift him up to you. I lift his physical body up to you. I lift his mindset up to you. I pray that this man has repented of his sins and he have turned to you. And I pray that he has a relationship with you. Well, months later, this man ended up dying. And when I found out that this man had died, I went back to God and started praying to God concerning his wife and his children that he had left here. And not even realizing it, but the Holy Spirit said, that's true forgiveness. That man molested you when you was 12 years old. You carried that with you for a very long time. You tucked it away, put it in a closet and shut the door until it resurfaced. You went through the healing process. And now you're in a place in your life spiritually and healed from those traumatic experiences you experienced as a kid. To where you could you could cover a man who did that to you when he was sick. You could cover him in prayer. And now that he's deceased, you're covering his wife and his children in prayer. That's true forgiveness. Because, listen, when I found out that that man was sick, I could have said, you know what, F him and Blage this, that, and the third. He deserved this. He deserved, but I did not do that. I did not do that. And it wasn't a flesh. It was nothing but the spirit of God within me. Nothing but the spirit of God within me. So when we, when I read these Bible verses of what God is asking us to do, if you think about it, these are all godly characteristics. Just think about how many times we've sinned. We go to God, ask God for forgiveness. We repent. God forgives us of that sin and remember it no more. Think about the things that, think about all of the times that we disobey God. All of the times when God tells us to do something, we decide to do the opposite of what God told us to do, but yet and still, he still loves us unconditionally. The word tells us that there's nothing we will ever do that will ever separate us from the love of God. So the things he's telling us to do, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If your enemy is thirsty, give your enemy something to drink. This is nothing but the characteristics of God. Think about the times when we don't been hungry and we didn't even listen to God. I, I think about the times I used to get up every morning, get dressed, going about my day and not even acknowledging the God that woke me up that morning. 
He still made sure I was fed. He still made sure I was clothed. I think about the times where I would go about my day and not even have a conversation with God, not even, not even tell my father, hello, or good morning, or I love you. He still made sure I was fed. He still made sure I had everything that I need. So when he tells us, if your enemy is hungry, feed your enemy, these are the characteristics of God. And only with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can do these things because the flesh is not about that life. Trust me. The flesh is not about that life. And if you listen to the flesh, you're going to do the complete opposite of what God is trying to get you to do out here in this world when it comes to, when it comes to this walk with God. So I hope, I hope this podcast, I hope this episode has helped someone. And I'm, and I, again, I want to say this again. It is not easy. I know it's not easy because I've been there, but with prayer and submitting to God and saying yes to God and no to the flesh, the more you stay in prayer, the more you stay covered, the more you stay in the word of God, the Holy Spirit within you would give you the ability to forgive those that have did anything to you. I don't care if it was a parent. I don't care if it was a parent that was on drugs and you was raised by your grandparents. Forgive, 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 forgive. Cause remember, it's not about them. It's about you. You want God to forgive you. So we are to forgive those who have harmed us or hurt us in some type of way. So, okay, I did say I was going to share some Bible verses with you all. The first one is Second Chronicles 39. The Lord my God is grace, gracious and merciful, and he will not turn away his face from me if I return to him. Matthew 6, 14, if I forgive people their trespasses, my heavenly Father will also forgive me. Mark 11, 25 through 26. And whenever I stand praying, if I have anything against anyone, I forgive him and let it drop in order that my father who is in heaven may also forgive my failings, shortcomings and let them drop. But if I do not forgive, neither will my father in heaven forgive my failings and shortcomings. Luke 6, 30, Luke 6, 37 I condemn not, and I shall not be condemned. I forgive, and I will be forgiven. Ephesians 4.32 I am useful and helpful and kind to others, tenderhearted, forgiving others as God in Christ forgave me. Now, these one, two, three, four, these four Bible verses I just read, I got these out of the book I told you all about a while back, Joyce Meyer, The Secret Power of Speaking God's Word. That's where these came from. I want to make sure I give credit to where credit is due. I hope this podcast has helped you all. I pray that it blesses you, but most importantly, I pray that I pray that you would look at forgiveness a different way if you've never seen it in any other way. I pray that you look at it from a different light. That it is, it's about us. It's not about the other person or what the other person did. Yeah, they may have did something shady. Yeah, they may have did something that was unforgivable or unforgettable, not unforgivable. The, they may have did something that was unforgettable, but at the same time, it's about us. We want God to forgive us every time we go to him and repent of a sin. Every time we go to God and ask God for forgiveness, we want him to forgive us, but we also have to forgive others as well. All right, I'm going to close in prayer. Father God, I thank you for this word. Once again, I thank you for this platform that you've allowed me to be a steward over. I thank you for every listener, Father God. I pray that this word does not fall on deaf ears. 
I pray, Lord, this word will be applied to your your children's lives, Lord. Most importantly, Lord, I pray for those that struggle with forgiveness. I pray for those that that have said that um that they would never do this or they would never do do that. Father God, I pray that they will renounce those words, and then I pray, Lord, that they will ask you to help them, Lord to help them forgive whoever it was that did whatever they did in their lives, Lord. Most importantly, Lord, I pray that they will understand that to forgive for them forgiving others is about them and not the other person. I pray, Lord, that they do not allow bitterness to set in them, but I pray, Lord, that they will get in your word, they will study your word, and they will, they will cover themselves in your word. They will hide, they will read your word and meditate on your word so that they can be hidden in their hearts so that whenever they need it, the Holy Spirit can re remind them of your word. Lord, I pray that you be with them throughout this whole entire week. Father God, I don't know the needs of your children, but I know that you're all knowing. Father God, I pray that your will would be done, Lord. I pray, Lord, that whatever need that they have, Lord, I pray that you would supply the supply it according to your riches and glory. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would show up in a way in their lives today, Lord, like they've never seen you before. I pray, Lord, that you would confirm things to individuals. I pray, Lord, that you would answer them, Lord, some concerning employment, some struggling with ungodly addictions. Father God, I pray that you would, you would be there in the midst. And I pray Lord that you would strategically place individuals in their lives, Lord, that can help them, Lord, help them when it comes to unforgiveness, Lord, they can speak your word into their lives, Lord. They can, they can plant your word says that some plant, some waters, but you give the increase. Lord, I love you. And I thank you. I pray and ask all these things in your son, Jesus name. Amen.